Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends. So today we're going to talk about clutter. One of my favorite topics. Are you frustrated by kid clutter? By all the things your children leave around the house and around their room and all the places. Well, today we're going to talk about three easy ways to teach your kids how to declutter. And this is even for ones who want to hang on to everything, every little tiny sparkly object. So don't worry. We have some tips and tricks to help you with your kids declutter and wherever they might be in that whole journey. So let's jump in. Clutter can be everywhere from kids stuff, right? There's puzzles all over the floor and games and toys. I know when my kids were little, we had tiny little toys everywhere. And now we have bigger toys and more intricate toys with more tiny pieces like games or puzzles, as I said, or things. And there's just books constantly left all over the place. Even though we gave our kids candles, there's just... There is stuff, sweatshirts and shoes and all the things. As a parent, it's really important to model decluttering and just going through your stuff. Our clutter today sends the message that we need to buy more and more and more like our culture wants us to, right? But by decluttering, we're teaching our kids three really important rules. Number one, we are teaching them to be mindful of what they have. If they don't declutter and look through the things that they have, they won't know what they have. So number one is to be mindful of the toys and the things that they have. Number two is to learn to let go of the things that they don't need to bless others in the process. So if there's stuffed animals or toys or things that they just aren't using anymore, it helps them when you declutter to be able to give these to somebody else who might need them. And number three, it teaches them to live within their means and to be thankful for what they have instead of always wanting more and being disappointed. Because we know in our world today, 
our world and society always says that we need more and more and more, but it's really important to live within our means and to be thankful for what we have, to be satisfied and content instead of always wanting more and being disappointed that we don't have the latest and greatest thing. So I think those are three really important things that we're teaching our kiddos by helping them to declutter. But you might say, my kid loves to hold on to everything and I don't know a good way to declutter with kids. They just want everything and it's out of control and it's overwhelming. So let's just talk through some easy solutions, even if your kiddos love to save everything. (laughs) Let's just jump in. Now you may have a kiddo who loves to save every little sparkle painting, Lego creature and stuffed animal. And you don't want to squash their heart and their personality by giving away half their stuff that they love. But you just can't keep everything, right? So what do you do? I have three simple solutions. So grab a piece of paper or grab your notes app on your phone or whatever you might need. And we're going to write down three simple solutions. Number one is space restriction. So this one, you're restricting the amount of stuff to a specific space. So this can be, for example, whatever fits in this box, you can keep. So you have a box, you might have a beautiful box or a organizational container from the container store or something crazy, but have a designated space where, okay, this is your space. And so they get to make the choice of what they want in that space, but that's as much fits in the space. And so you can have whatever you would like in this box, but it has to fit in this box. For example, my son loves Legos, like all good children do, right? And he he loves Legos, but he also loves keeping the box that the Legos come in. And if you know anything about Legos, which of course you do, the boxes, as you get a bigger and bigger set, get bigger and bigger. And so we have some of these really ginormous boxes that he's saved up money or it's been a big Christmas gift and he got a big Lego set and he wants to save the boxes. (laughs) So I'm ready to throw them all into the recycling bin, but it is his joy to save these boxes. So I told him, you can save whatever boxes you want, but they need to fit underneath your bed. So he has a zillion empty Lego boxes fit into each other or not, and they're all underneath his bed. So whenever he gets a new Lego set, he has to choose which boxes he wants to throw away. But I don't have to look at the boxes. They aren't all over the room or anything like that but he has a space restriction. He can only keep as many boxes that will fit underneath the bed. So number one solution is a space restriction. Number two is a thinking box. So this is if you're unsure if you will use it. So many times it's hard to make a decision that might feel really final. So your kiddos might think that they want to give this away, but they're really not sure if they really want to give away this animal or not, or puzzle or book or whatever it might be. So 
put the toys or the things into a box and all so all the things that you're unsure about put them in that box and then put the box somewhere like the basement or the attic or the garage somewhere where you're going to remember it set on your phone (laughs) that in a month you're going to take care of it but put the box somewhere kind of out of sight out of mind and if you don't touch the things that are in that box for a month then that means you didn't really need them. So if your little one starts to cry that they don't have a doll or a specific stuffed animal that they actually love and it happens to be in the box, then you know, well, we're not ready to give away this stuffed animal. But if it goes in the box and it goes into the garage and nobody cares about it for months and months, then you're ready to just give it away. So the thinking about it box is the second solution. The third one is a new home. So to give your gently used items to someone else who can use them and may not have any toys. This helps kind of ease the sadness of giving things away. And if your kid knows that they will be loved, this other toy or book or something will go to another kid or another home. Sometimes that helps them be able to give away the item of whatever it might be. And so that would be a number three. So number one is a space restriction. Number two is a thinking box. And number three is a new home. I hope these have helped and that you remember the reasons we talked about in the beginning of just being mindful of what you have, learning to let go of things, and learning to live within your means. Those are the three really important things that we are teaching our kiddos through decluttering. So good luck. If you need any helpful hints or tips, come over to our Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management. I love to throw in lots of free helpful advice in there just for you. Also, come on over to my website. There's all kinds of information on there. It's brand new, so I would love for you to check it out. It's birdmichelle.com, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And as we part, I hope you will now go and have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. 
I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode.